0: Wonderful people! I told you you could tune in again the next time I felt like posting, and here it is! Yay! I'm sure you've all been waiting with anticipation and and bated breath because you know I am such a popular podcast. But today it's probably going to be a shorter one. Thank goodness, right? Um, but if you have a mother, if you have an aunt, if you have a sister, a cousin. If you have females in your life, you please need to watch this. And this is before we get going. Don't tune out just yet. No, I'm not talking about women's rights and women's lives and all that other stuff. I'm not here to bash men. As a matter of fact, um, I'm sure that there is just as many females in this profession that mistreat other females so this is definitely not a man woman thing this is a hmm i don't know what this is this is how would we describe this this is a group of people who have said that they want to dedicate their lives to making our communities better to protecting our citizens to making our streets safe to walk and all of these things that are so falling down on the job. It is. This is a very personal thing for me. I've had something happen in my family recently, Um, well it wasn't that recent, but I just found out about all of the details around it recently. And I am not amused. I'm not impressed. And before any of you start going on about, well, you know, they put their lives on the line. They do this, they do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't see you do exactly. You don't see me doing it because I wouldn't do that. Um, But I don't think that when you put yourself into a profession, into a situation, a role where you know it's gonna be hard, where you know you're going to see things you cannot unsee, where you know that you are going to see some of the worst things in society and you still choose to do that because you say you want to make a positive difference. All of those things do not excuse you from falling down. They do not excuse you from getting jaded and not doing your job properly and not Helping our communities the way you say you're supposed to be doing. And yes, of course, if you haven't figured it out by now, right now I'm talking about police officers. Yeah, police officers. Now, anybody who knows me on a personal level knows that I have never really had a love affair with those who serve and protect we actually just had our uh, um, chief of police here in the city of Edmonton go out and publicly say that they don't have the resources the manpower whatever and that crime has gotten out of control in our city and that it's above them they're overwhelmed and they don't know how to fix it they need more of everything and yet they still have enough manpower to have cops sitting in photo radar trucks or radar trucks or, um, you know, pulling people over for tint or because they had their catalytic converter stolen and haven't had a chance to fix it yet and they're too loud. Yeah, we've got manpower for that. Let me tell you a story. I was. A little resistant to to do this podcast because first of all this did not happen to me it happened to one of my children and I don't believe that I have the right to tell that child's story however I am telling this not to tell her story but to let everybody know to, 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 to shed light on how we are being served months ago My daughter was walking down the street, coming back from the post office, getting ready to head to the bus stop to go to work. She was stopped by a a man in a car um, who asked her the time. Of course, she thought it was a little weird, but the area that she lives in... (laughs) We're always, we're always getting asked for, do you have a light? Do you have a smoke? Do you have a, you know, it's just, it's just the thing that happens on the streets. So not thinking too, too much of it, she told him what the time was and went on her way. Now, somewhere along the line, very shortly after that, this gentleman wound up, um, and I do use the term gentleman very, very, very loosely, somehow wound up positioning his car so that the driver's side was closest to the sidewalk. So obviously he was facing the wrong direction in traffic, but maybe it was a parking lane. I don't know those details. I don't care. It's not what's important to the story. He wound up close enough to her. She had stopped to tie her shoelace or respond to a text message, I don't know, and hadn't noticed him. Anyway, he wound up close enough to her that he reached out and took hold of her. He grabbed her arm and then proceeded to try and pull her into his vehicle. Fortunately, um, she had a thicker coat on, so what he mostly managed to grab was her jacket And fortunately, my children are very much like me. And the very first instinct is always, yes, we're in fight or flight, but it's always fight first. (laughs) And she managed to kick his arm hard enough where he he released his grip and she took off running and she got away and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's good. So no actual abduction, no, you know, um, no physical harm done to her, thank goodness, and I do stress no physical harm done to her, but the emotional harm, the psychological harm, was not going to end there. No, 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 nay, nay, sorry, sorry, Paley Sarian, that nay, nay thing is actually hers, didn't mean to steal it, um, but I do love it, so I do use it quite often. (laughs) Anyway, um, She obviously, as soon as she got back to her apartment, she called her work, said that she was going to be late. They said, oh, no, you're not going to be late. You are not coming in today. That You know, which was a very nice, very responsible thing for her employer to do. They sent her, you know, a whole bunch of resources and uh, anyway, you know, to to access. But one of the first things she did was to call me. And I was... so absolutely distraught, and I, I mean, there was nothing I could do by that point in time. She was already back at her 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 place, right? Um, but I mean, honestly, what if she had been in his back seat? We wouldn't have known. Anyway, let's not go there. So, needless to say, the situation has caused her emotional and psychological trauma. It's caused me, as her mother, some of all of that. Obviously, not as much, but still. I actually told her not to bother reporting it to the police because I said, you know, they're not going to do shit all about it. I mean, you'll be lucky if they they put it in a file that's not G, you know, for garbage. Because um, they're far too busy with, you know, like I said, tint tickets and and radar, you know, catching us dastardly speeders. I shouldn't even say us. I haven't driven my car for almost two years now. Um, anyway, uh... But you know, catching those dastardly speeders who are obviously such heinous criminals, uh, they're they're far too busy with that bullshit and their cash cows then, you know, and and making announcements that they don't have what they need to police our streets properly. Um, So anyway, she did actually though, against her mother's advice, she did go in and she did produce a, a police report around the incident about the incident and then she got very quiet about what had happened and obviously I I would ask her questions like you know have you gotten into some therapy Um, how was the investigation going because I just stupidly naturally assumed that there would be some kind of investigation because a young girl had been you know had a, a been attempted to be abducted right off of our city streets in the middle of the fucking day you know like call me crazy some people do but you know i would just assume that this would be something worth looking into right well it turns out i'm not only just crazy but i'm stupid i'm also very stupid a couple of months ago maybe a month ago My daughter and I were talking about this incident, not even a month ago, that's right, because it was at Pride Fest. Anyway, and she finally confided in me that the reason that she asked to be taken off of any subsequent investigation was because, number one, they basically told her when she got to the police station and filed the police report with her boyfriend um, that... There wasn't much they could do about it. They would take the report, but since she didn't get the license plate number and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, then they called her back a couple of weeks later and said, do you know what? Actually, we are going to open an investigation into this because there's been like five other reports that are almost identical to yours. The description of the man is the same. The car is the same. Everything. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe there's something here. Maybe we should look into this. Mm, I don't know. Apparently, though, what I just found out was one of the reasons that they told her that they weren't going to open an investigation when it was just her that was reporting it was because I don't think that they came right out and said it, but she definitely understood that they thought that she was a sexist the area of the city that she was in. She's young. Um, she's unfortunately overly well endowed. And it is very hard to find clothing to properly cover everything. And I think at this point in time, my daughter has just given up and she's just like, she wears clothes and uh, you know, and, and she doesn't wear them for you. She doesn't wear them for the people that are going to see her on the street. She doesn't see, you know, she just, because she likes them and she wears them and um you know if you have any impure improper thoughts that's more on you than it is on her because you know what it is hard to find clothes that i mean that are going to properly cover her unfortunately now this is where i got mad this is where um if there are any cops any police officers out there that are watching this can you answer a question for me, please. What the hell difference does it make why a woman is walking down the street? What she's there for? What does anything, what, what, what does her job, what does her work, anything have to do with the fact that some man tried to, against her will, pull her into his car and take off with her. Whether she is a sex trade worker or not, she is somebody's daughter. She could be somebody's mother. And if, you know, working the beat or whatever it is that you guys call it these days is so hard for you that you have lost All concept of humanity and compassion for the people you are supposed to be protecting, then maybe you're in the wrong fucking profession. I don't care if she got into his car voluntarily. If she had a fear for her life, her safety, and tried to get out of that vehicle and he refused her the ability, the opportunity to get out of his vehicle, that's still a fucking kidnapping. It's still an abduction. It's still, as long as, as far as I remember, it's still a freaking crime. And it doesn't matter why she was in his car. It doesn't matter any of the circumstances. I mean, doesn't this come down to the basics of no fucking means no? But no, 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 no. Five other people have to report the same situation, the same guy before you'll do anything because my daughter appears to you to be a sex worker. I was livid when she told me. And all she could say was, well, it's in the past. It's time for us to move on now. I've got a new job. Um, I get, I, I can work from home, so I don't have to worry about that stuff. She, she went out, they got a dog. So now she's got a dog to keep her company and to go on walks with. These are all the things that have changed in her life. I mean, not that adopting a doggie is a bad thing. But these are all of the things that have changed in her life because of this incident, and you pass her off. You brush it under the carpet and push her out the door because you think she's a sex worker. It's disgusting. Where's the protect? Where's the serve? I never chose to do your job because I understood the things that I might come into contact with. And I'm already jaded, and I'm already, you know, hard-pressed to be nice and, you know, and, and to care hugely about a lot of things and so why make why go my way to make that worse plus with this example that I'm talking about right now I could never belong to a culture or an organization I, I, I nothing a company anything that operates so against what its mission vision and and, and what its purported values are I just couldn't do it And since I've known since a child, since I was a child, this is how things operate in these realms. And let's face it, it's not getting any better. Why would I do that? I just, if you've honestly gotten to the point in your work, in your profession, where you are so jaded, where you are so discouraged, so frustrated, so whatever, that you just can't give a shit anymore. There's tons of Universities. There's tons of colleges. There's tons of retraining programs. There's lots of opportunity for you to do something about that and to get into something that you're passionate about again. And and you know maybe where you're not understaffed, you know. But move, you go into an area where you can fucking care again, because when you have somebody like me who's not supposed to like clinically give a shit telling you that your lack of care and your conduct is reprehensible you know you got some freaking issues buddies and like i said i am positive that there's just as many female cops as male cops. like i don't even know who my daughter spoke to i don't know the constable i don't know who took the report it could have been a female officer it might not have been i don't know this is not a man woman issue this is a police versus society and another reason why i would never choose to go into this is because it's like i've always told people the police the military the rcmp like all those levels are all government employees they will protect the hand that feeds them before before they will commit to serving you we saw it during covid We've seen it so many other times throughout the course of history, how many former dictators and totalitarian rulers and and, and tyrants have used the military and the police force of the people against the people. And how many of those uniformed people stopped and said, you know what, this is wrong. I won't do this, I can't do this. I cannot treat the people that I have pledged to serve and protect in this manner. Not very many of them. Do better. And if you can't do better because of your experiences, then find some other place to go to, to do better. I don't know if they've ever caught this man. I don't know how hard they even looked for him. Like I said, it took five or six reports for them to even decide that, well, maybe there was something to investigate. I haven't seen any news headlines about a man who's attempted, you know, multiple abductions with has been arrested. So I have to be left to assume that he's still on the on the streets. But that's okay. Don't worry about it. You are safe on the roads because just yesterday I saw a cop sitting in two, wait, 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 twice in, in two days, an actual cop sitting in an actual police vehicle. One was a photo radar. And another one was, you know, up on the bridge so that they could pull them over at the end of the construction zone. Little disclaimer there before anybody attacks me. You should be fucking slowing down in construction zones. There's people walking around and everything. I'm nothing against. I have nothing against the laws to protect construction workers, not in in the construction zones. But what I'm saying is that if if our police force is so understaffed and it's so overwhelmed, and it's lost control of crime in the city, then how the fuck does it still have people to be sitting and giving out these pedantic little fucking fines to keep the cash cows going while people's daughters, mothers, aunts, cousins are nearly being abducted from our city streets. And apparently it's not serious enough to deal with because, you know, of the perceptions of our police force. And I just wanna say again, it doesn't matter why she was on that street. When somebody threatens your safety, when somebody threatens, you know, makes you afraid for your life, is trying to take you someplace completely against your will, it doesn't matter why the hell you're on that street. Kidnapping is a serious crime and it should be taken seriously. It shouldn't be discounted or pushed aside simply because you think that she was there selling herself. If it's against her will, no means no.